It's time for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk program. Leaving the Yard with Chuck Zack on 107.9 The Fan and ESPN 105.9. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Leaving the Yard. It is 5 o'clock. Well, at least it is if you're on the original. If you're on the rewind, well, it's 7 o'clock and you're already late for work. <laughs> but otherwise, you're on your way home from work, and we welcome you to the program. Being joined today by Tyler Huff, and the empty seat you see on Facebook is waiting for Liberty Island's new head football coach and athletic director, Brad Willard, who is scheduled to be here all things are Any soft. minute. That's all plans are soft. It's the radio. We learned it yesterday with Ty yep. Taylor, yep. and and we will live with it today. We're going to keep the camera set up so that you can see Coach Willard when he gets in here and sets up and uh, tells us all about uh, his plans for Liberty Ilo. Um, last time you were here, yep. we were speculating. Speculating. We nope. didn't know for sure. Nope, not at all. And look how the tide has changed just in a few Few weeks span and tell you what you got to broadcast it live on the air. We really did. It's really <laughs> strange. Because yeah. we, we were talking, we said it yesterday. We were talking at the beginning of the show. Jeff Wright was now the superintendent. Yeah. By the end of the show, we had the ability to make the announcement of a a new head football coach and athletic director, and that's exciting news. And we're really excited to be able to get him in here today. We got an hour to get him here. He said five o'clock, but. It's his first time driving around downtown. Yeah, he so, may yeah. not find us as easy <laughs> as we not. thought. Yeah, I hope I gave him the right address. <laughs> gave him your home address. No, no, I know I didn't do that. If he's sitting at my house right now, three dogs are barking at him. But, no, I think he's uh, he, he should be able to find us, I would hope. But, anyway, uh, with him is coming big news that came news. out today. Yeah. And and maybe I'm not necessarily unhappy that, that Coach Willard's not here right now because you don't want to preempt the hiring of the big guy. Absolutely, yeah. But is it maybe more exciting for the Liberty Ilo community to announce the hiring of, you don't want to call him the little guy, but the squirt? Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, 2DB, as some people call him. Uh, yeah. He's, he's coming home, uh, Davion Hall. For those who don't know who we're referring to, uh, he'll be the offensive coordinator. Heck yeah. For, for the Leopards. So uh, it's, it's exciting news. You know, I, I've had the opportunity to speak with him, um, you know, since since – the decision has been made to, right. for him and Coach Willard to come along, and um, he's excited. Um, you know, he's ready to get to work, um, and I, I'm expecting a lot of big things. And I, 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 I will say, um, I think both both hires are are parallel. They're, okay. they're, pretty, they're pretty parallel. They're they're one A one B. Yeah, they're one A one B. Right. But there is that. a little bit, you know, of an extra excitement, you know, obviously behind Davion and all the things he achieved here. I obviously had the opportunity to be a teammate of his and, and a good friend of his as well and, and you know he's achieved a lot especially at the high school level and you know he he might be arguably one of the best high school players to come through LE there's a lot of guys but when you talk about overall Ooh. high school careers okay. when it comes to both sides of the ball okay I think he has an argument to be probably the best to come through there. Ooh. Even the recruiting kind of things speak to it because he was a highly touted recruit, but that was before the digital age kind of was, you know, popping. So True. it was the start of it, I, I'll say, you know, because there was a lot of rankings and things going on clearly, but 
I, I think, you know, had it been today's time, I mean, you know, it could be even bigger than what it was. So, you, you know, I, I'm, I'm just making an argument for that. But I think he has a valid argument. When we get him in here, and we, <laughs> we will, will now, We will, for sure, yeah, we will. We're going to ask him that question. We're going to ask him, yeah. If you had to rate, yeah. where are you yeah. Yeah. on the Mount Rushmore of Elliott He's athletes? There. He's up there. I wonder who he puts up there. I, who, who's his yeah. four? Because yeah. you know you always start with Middlebrooks. Yeah, for sure. And that he's yeah. he's one. Yeah. And then becomes a question of well, who become the other three? That's true. Lamichael. That's two. true. That's true. But the thing about them is they were in positions with the ball in their hand. That's Davion true. Davion wasn't in the position with the that's ball true. in his hand, and the only way he was is if they put him in the wildcat position, which is what they did a lot of, and that's how he got his off- offensive production was was that way. So. That's right. But anyways, I but, see something But as you said, on both sides of the ball. <laughs> yeah. So the, the other two guys didn't really play both sides of the ball. That's true. He did. He did. All right. So we're going we're gonna to make an adjustment here. Coach yes, Willard's coming on in. Yes, sir. We're going to walk on. him around to his yeah, seat in the corner here on, so folks. that the folks on Facebook get a chance to see him. And we'll get him hooked up here real fast. And we'll do that. These you don't even need those. I don't need they're they're really just. They're, <laughs> you don't they, need they, them, they, man. Well, if I'm going to be on Facebook, you know. They, I mean, they help me cover up a bald spot. <laughs> Look up. They, you got a cap. You don't have to there worry about it. Yeah. I have to have it. It's just honest. <laughs> it's great to meet you, Coach. Nice to meet you. Coach Willard, nice you, the uh, new head football coach and athletic director at Liberty Isle. You found us, so I didn't give the wrong address. I'm happy for that anyway. <laughs> Correct. A little worried, but I'm here. We <laughs> were speculating beforehand. I don't want you to think we, we did anything without you knowing it. No, nah, not about But me. we were speculating before you walked in. Is your hiring bigger, or is the return Davion Hall bigger? Ooh, that ain't even close. <laughs> I see, that's what it, I'm it's saying. It's not even close, and we all know, and the man of many nicknames. But Davion coming back is yeah. a really, huge deal. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you're not an Ellie guy. You will be. You're about to be. But I am it, now. He is. But, yeah. but, it, but, it, <laughs> but it really is a big deal to see one of our own coming back home. That just is a huge deal. Yeah, I mean, I've been working with him for five years now. And, I mean, yes, he's a great coach. I mean, all that stuff. Great friend. He he's unbelievable yeah. for for any every kid. He's yeah. he's so so good. All right, that, that that's all great. T- tell us a story. One embarrassing Davion Hall story. You can't just tell us how great he is all the time. Everyone knows you. We want one embarrassing story. God, putting me on the spot. No, I know, right? <laughs> Man, I'm trying to. <laughs> See, I don't even know this personally, but I heard a story. He put something on the back of his letter jacket, and uh, if he ever gets wind of this, I'm going to make sure to start calling him by that nickname. And I don't even remember what it was, but uh, I imagine there's some people around here that know what I'm talking about. Yeah, We need to start bringing that back Well, we're going to get him in here. We're going to get him in here real soon. We'll find out. Shout out to DB, man. That's right. Congratulations on the job. Thank we you. were uh, very stoked when we heard your name was being bantied about as, as one of the finalists. And to, to get the job, uh, you come highly recommended and highly touted and with a nice resume behind you already. Uh, but I got to ask you then, what made this job attractive to you that you're thinking, uh, you know, I've been a head coach, I've been an OC now at a bigger school. Why Liberty Ilo? A bunch of different reasons. Okay. And just like I got to tell the kids today, because I got to meet them for the first time, uh, I got to meet the coaches for the first time yesterday, and I got to stand in front of all of them and say, now I'm blessed, I'm lucky to be standing in front of y'all. And, you know, talking to different coaches around the state, obviously being close to to Tootie or Squirt or whatever everyone <laughs> calls them, but uh, – but, but keeping up with Ellie over the years and everyone, every single person I talk to, whether it be someone from West Texas Central, the Metroplex, it, this is a gold mine. 
this is a gold mine, right? Yeah. A- and not yet, not just consider it. You need to go, right? <laughs> go after it. Yeah. And if you can land that, that's a big deal. So, I mean, just a bunch of recommendations from a bunch of different people. And uh, ever since I've been here and started talking to people, there's a lot of good people here that are wanting the same thing. So they're passionate. You know, you're gonna find out. I'm not gonna say anything that you're not gonna find out. But Liberty Isle is a different part of Texarkana. Mm-hmm. It's its own little community. Absolutely. I mean, Tyler's going to say that better than I can. He grew up in it. Um, it's its own community, and there's a lot of pride on the Liberty Allo side of town that has, for the last few years, kind of taken some shots. They haven't been as successful as they want to be, as they know they can be. They've watched kids seep out and go to other school districts in the area, uh, and in they're aching for it to be back the way it had been in the past. I mean, are you getting a sense of that already? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I said it. Interview different people I've talked to in the community. I mean, what what Ellie should be. Right. That's true. And is going to be. Not, I mean, not we hope it gets right. No, it's going to get right because that's what it should be here. What makes you confident that's what it's going to be? I've been blessed to work with some really good people, and I'm, I say it a million times. I don't have another embarrassing story about them, but bringing back people <laughs> and being able to surround myself with good people right. um, that know these kids. I mean, know their brothers, cousins. I mean, know the people here because that's what, that's what wins. Yeah. I mean, I, I can tell the kid what to do and how to do it. If he doesn't trust me, if he doesn't believe that I care about him as, as a person growing up more than just a football player, then it doesn't matter. Because they're not going to fight for you, right. and and so bringing people in that that know what they live, know how they live, know where they live, it's a big deal. And I just feel like it's something that's going to happen right away. Kind of talk about your background, coach. I mean, just researching it, you have a thorough background, a very detailed resume. So just kind of talk about your background and your upbringing uh, in the coaching ranks, and kind of leading to this point. You know. Yeah. So I've had three uh, three head coaches I've worked for, uh, going back to Baylor when I was with Coach Bryles. Uh, my high school coach, who I ended up being his OC at Red Oak, and then uh, Joe Willis at Colleyville Heritage, and then followed him to Legacy. Uh, you know, kind of backed him up after that. Uh, <laughs> but, but been around with some really good people, yeah. and they all have really different teaching styles, coaching styles. Um, and, and so just kind of a diverse way of being brought into coaching has opened me up on, on ways to reach different kids, talk to different parents, community members. Uh, so I've just been around some really good people that have uh, kind of shaped me. So – with that being said, what are some of the core beliefs and, you know, kind of values that you've, you know, might have learned throughout your time as a coach, you know, whether it be at Baylor, whether it be at Red Oak or Mount Vernon, wherever, you know, that you can kind of bring to LE to kind of help set that culture that you, you know, and everybody else want to build on your time here? Well, with everything going into this this change and, you know, the change LE's going into with, you know, dropping down, yeah. uh, culture's defined a bunch of different ways, but culture's what we believe yeah. in that building. Yeah. Uh, coaches, players, it's what we believe. Uh, it's how we act off of those beliefs, and it's the results that we get from those actions. Yeah. Uh, so kind of instilling that, getting that going, uh, and, and football should be fun. That's true. I'm, I mean, That's true. It's it, a sport. It, it's supposed to be. Is it not supposed you know to what be what fun? It's a sport. They call them I mean, games, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> They're games. Right? Yeah, yeah, well, well, man, this should be fun. Right. That, right. That, that doesn't discount the amount of hard work that goes in. Absolutely. And yeah. that we need to put in to get to the point where we want to be. Yeah. But – Man, it should be fun. We yeah. should enjoy the journey. Yeah. And then Friday nights, that's just when we get to show out. You mentioned a handful of coaches. I'm going to ask you a little bit. What did you feel like you picked up from each one of the three guys you mentioned? 
like I said, they, they're diverse in, in how they, you know, talk to talk to different kids. Um, and that, and that could be taken negatively, but just reaching different kids and different backgrounds. No, you're right. It's like classroom. It, exactly. it is your classroom. Absolutely. Exactly. I mean, I'm a classroom teacher. Tyler's class. Yeah. We're all in education. Yeah. And, and so the, there is nothing wrong with saying you reach different kids different ways. That's just the way it so works. True. And yeah. so that's, that, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. I mean, Coach Ross – just one of the most intelligent people I've, you know, been around. That obviously doesn't take anything away from Coach B or right, uh, right, right. Coach Willis, but just such an intelligent guy. And the the one consistency I say that the one consistency between the, all three of them are are how they care about kids. And again, showing it is in a different way. But those three men, they they care uh, not just about what they're doing and how it looks on a Friday night. They care about the kid making that play on a Friday night. Right. Yeah. And you got to care about kids beyond Friday night. Sure do. I mean, that's that's, for, that's the other part about job. it. It is a full-time job. Classroom matters. It's an extracurricular playing Absolutely. athletics. Classroom <laughs> matters. Yeah. How? What's the plan for you making sure kids are in class and successful in class? So I think just about everyone has like an academic coordinator. So, you know, we're going to have that. We're going to have someone kind of tasked with that. And that'll help the other coaches, uh, you know, that'll be part of their responsibility of making sure coaches know their position groups, their grades. And this is across all sports. Right. Um, the biggest push for me is we're not going to be in-season grade kids. Mm. It's pretty easy to motivate a that's kid. That's true. Hey, next Friday don't happen. Yeah, I got to play coach. If that math <laughs> class don't get up. That, right. That's a pretty easy motivator. Right. Yeah. Well, when we're in February – you're still going to work out. Absolutely. <laughs> and that failing grade don't matter. And that's what we're going to try to push to these kids is right. if I'm going to ask you to win on a Friday night, I'm asking you to win every day. And so attack the challenge that's in front of you. And that might be a math test that you might need to study for and put the, the game down. But uh, you're going to have to do it. You good with your math? You're going to be able to help a lot of kids with math? <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> I've got you know somebody kids. that is for No, me. no. <laughs> She's busy. Trust me. <laughs> You know my wife's a math tutor. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, she's well, let's, full. Let's go to her. No, she's maybe full. Not. He, he lives with the woman. Come on, man. But it's not easy. You're asking kids to do a lot of things. That's true. We take for granted. We always make the argument being old. You guys are young, but it, wasn't like, it was easy back in the day. It's a lot harder. It's a lot harder for kids right now. There's so many pressures coming at them right now. And... Like I said, we're all in the education business, and we know if you're not 24 hours behind those kids, then you don't have them for those three hours on Friday. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I got music. We're going to take a break. You going to stick around? Yeah. We got lots to talk about. Come on. We're just getting going. <laughs> Bring it on. Liberty Isles' new head football coach and athletic director. He's Brad Willard. We'll take a break. Tyler Huff, Chuck Zach. We're coming right back on the fan 107.9 as well as on ESPN 105.9. You stick around. Native Texan, here to talk to you about Texan icons. See, there's one Texas icon that does more for us than any other. A little trash barrel named Daryl. You've seen him on billboards and TV. This trash barrel reminds us to keep our state clean so you don't mess with Texas. 
Next time you think of Texas icons, remember Daryl the Barrel, who's always reminding you, don't mess with Texas means don't litter. Brought to you by the Texas Department of Transportation. Our connections make powerful things happen, uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. With over one million members, we know what people can do when they come together. Around the world, generations of leaders build new friendships and solve problems, turning great ideas into reality. Take action with us. Find out more at rotary.org slash action. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today, I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party? You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince's. The same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Leaving the Yard, Leaving the Yard with Chuck Zack. Chuck Zack. Presented by Liberty ILO ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. On 1079 The Fan and ESPN 1059. Welcome back. 19 minutes after the hour, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Tyler Huff, and today Brad Willard, who is the head football coach and athletic director from Liberty Allo. By the way, numbers. Coach Willard. Huh? Why call you Coach Willard? Yeah. Okay, cool. Gotcha. By by the way, numbers 903 735 9905. If you want to chime in and ask him a question, I'll let him put on the real cool headphones so he can. (laughs) Hear your calls as well. All right. Um, so, talk to us for a minute about the the process of getting this job. 
You said, why not? There's a ton of athletes out of Liberty Isle. It's got a great reputation around the state of Texas. There's always a gold mine of guys coming out of here who can play. It's just a matter of trying to get them all on the right page and in the right direction and, and, and trying to go forward. Walk us through the interview process for you. How did this work, and, and, and what did you see when you got here, and what things would you like to see maybe addressed now that you've got this job? Yeah, so, uh, you know, started pretty early, uh, I guess towards the end of last football season, uh, even once the season was over. Uh, got a couple contacts, uh, Mr. Wright, the, the new superintendent, newly approved superintendent, so congrats to him. About but, uh, time, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but you know, it was kind of reached out uh, from him. Uh, Coach Hall had kind of heard a couple things, um, just that the change was going to happen here and that it was going to be an open spot. Uh, so yeah, just kind of talking to them and uh, getting in. I mean, I had you know the inside scoop on some things, and I just like I told the coaches, some of the things I hear is surface level, and you never know what's really going on until you're you're in the coach's right, office, true. you're that's in true. the locker room, you're in the weight room, on the field. You right. don't really know until you're living that. Um, but there there's some things that needed to be addressed and continue to need to be addressed. But man, my experience so far with these coaches has been nothing but awesome. bunch of bunch of really good coaches. You looked at facilities, I'm assuming. If you could say, this would be one thing I'd like us to be a little bit better with our facilities. Have you, have you identified something yet? Man, we got that fake grass out there. And Mount Vernon, <laughs> Mount Vernon, we were still dealing with some real grass. And uh, so uh, you, you didn't still I, have that. I, I, I got a lot where I'm at right now. All right. So yeah. That, yeah. You <laughs> no, didn't still have that deer stand in, in Mount Vernon as a press box, did probably you? probably hidden in the trees back there. on the. <laughs> I can't tell you how many line. times I crawled up into that thing. It's <laughs> It was not fun. Yeah, that's still there. Oh, Apparently God. it's changing. But yeah, uh, right, right, it, right, right. It was right. still there. Right. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. The ability to bring in coaches. Are, are you going to have a carte blanche of how many you can bring in, or is that something that hadn't been decided yet? Not decided. Okay. Uh, again, just from he- meeting the coaches for the first time yesterday right. uh, and, and talking to different people, I mean, there's there's a bunch of really good coaches in that, in that office. Uh, so, yes, obviously there's a couple that I'd like to bring on. I've gotten calls from people that want to be here. Great. Um, but but at the same time, the coaches I, – I need coaches that are going to care. Sure. And, How do you and, gauge that? How do you yeah. gauge the guys that are already here? Which ones are these guys you want to hang on to and which ones you are willing to say, I, I can find somebody else? It, it's hard to avoid, I mean, when, you know, the bullets are flying. And right now, bullets are flying sure in the weight are. room. Uh, it, it's hard hard to avoid that. Are you correcting a kid's technique? Are you motivating when they're failing? Are you trying to get them to go when they ain't going? Right. Uh, so you can read a lot by how they're coaching every day, and the coach that they can be right now is in the weight room, uh, you know, or on the basketball court. What kids gravitate to that kid? What what kid goes around the rack so he ain't going to that coach? Right. Uh, you can pick up on sure. little things. Um, yeah, but it's tough. I mean, bottom line, it's tough. It's, you know, kind of the nature of the business, but – Again, I'll say it a million times through that been around some good people the last couple of days. Coach, do you we, – we've already kind of stated how hungry this community is and how, you know, anxious everybody kind of is. Do you feel any type of pressure or sense of, sense of urgency, I guess I should say, to kind of win immediately? Or is it a thing of like kind of hold on, it's a process to this and, you know, let us, let us get our feet wet a little bit? Oh, yeah, I feel the pressure. <laughs> and and I, that, that – motivates me yeah, more yeah. that gets me more excited to be here every yeah, single day I feel you. that 
that's what fuels me is yeah. I, yeah. I want that pressure. Gotcha. And, and and I'll take every bit of it. But so you're probably every, the same way, not speaking for you, but is it kind of the same way for you personally? You know, do you do you have a, a sense of you want to prove people that, you know, you deserve an opportunity as such, you know? Man, honestly, no. Yeah. I, I don't really feel like it in that way. Yeah. Uh, I, I just know there there ain't no feeling like like winning. Yeah, absolutely. There yeah. ain't no feeling like that. And, and yeah, making people that that pressure put on me that yeah. that, that that's fine. Like, yeah. but but that feeling that we get if I get to take all that pressure and all these coaches get to just coach, all these players get to just play and, and live and have fun on those Friday nights, Tuesday nights in the in the spring semester that's what it's about so schedule what's the schedule looking like or have you not seen anything yet is there anything kind of pending not not to get too much you know info on that there's uh so coach Kimball's done a unbelievable job the last couple weeks just kind of keeping everything going and Mm -hmm. uh he he did a lot of the legwork and making a non-district uh obviously February 1 is when realignment comes out and have a good idea I mean we could go one district or the other Uh, so there's not a lot of variance in that it's one or the other um so once we get to that february one is when everything will be set how does the realignment the drop down play a factor for you in making the decision of coming to le i mean obviously it's a a benefit with being one of the larger schools in 3a period but how how, how do you look at that as as coming as a, as a new man here a couple different ways so one of them being like the motivation factor of yeah. and kind of backtracking when i was at mount vernon as Facts. the oc and head coach all these schools we're about to be in a district with. Mm. It doesn't matter which one we're going to, been in a district with all of them. Mm. Uh, so I played a lot of them, really good coaching, really good players, just been, been around them, know them well. Uh, so I wouldn't say a comfort level, but right. I, I know what we're getting into when we're going to name your school. Wherever, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, you know, that's motivating. But, too, uh, like a way to motivate the players is, you know, we made back-to-back state semifinal runs at Mount Vernon. Yeah. And uh, it, our kids knew we were going to win every single night, yep. and, it, and it did not matter. And, uh, again, there's a bunch of talented kids there, but uh, from stories, from film, from, you know, kind of doing different digging, there, there's a lot, maybe more, I guess yeah, you could say, sure. yeah. uh, you know, to, to work with here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He mentioned schedule, and I know we don't want to – talk about specifics yet because you don't know your district and you don't know how many non-district games you're going to have and things are going to be fluid. When you look at making the schedule, I would assume in two years when when you're back around to this and, and Coach Kimball's let you take control of that part now, I'm sure gladly, <laughs> do you want your schedule to be a reflection of we want to play up, we want to play bigger, tougher schools that make us ready for what's going to be a deep run in the playoffs? Or are you feeling like we need some W's under our belts? We need kids to feel success. We don't necessarily need to fight up in weight class, at least early on in this process. But we need to have something that's going to walk out on Friday night where their kids are going, you know what? We're 1-0. and You know what? We're 3-0. and As opposed to, as a moral victory, we hung with them, but man, we're 0-3. I mean, is how do you look at making a non-district that's part of this? A, that's a huge balance. I know it. Because it, it, it is. I, I've tended to try and what's going to let us win in December? What, what what are we doing right now to win in December okay. when, in the playoffs when it matters? Uh, so I tend to value 
you know, kind of looking at the district for our seating, what what are we playing against? What's the offensive style? Sure. You know, what are people trying to do? And then non-district, try to play against those. So yeah. it ain't the first time we've seen an odd front, you know, stack if anyone's getting into that in 3A. Um, you know, are they going to try to just run the ball, play physical? Are they spreading it out? What are they doing? So I try to gauge it more off of that than in terms of just pure talent. Gotcha. So – Veer and shoot. Are we bringing it in? Uh, Good question. Is that your baby? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> We're snapping the ball. You're snapping yeah, the ball fast. You can't snap it fast enough. For folks who don't understand or don't right, know, right, right, right. just just that part by itself, just speed. Talk about why that is a big part of what you want to do. And it's really hard to imitate in practice. Mm. Re- really hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, a lot of the plays we're running are plays that everybody in America runs. Sure. It, it's not complex what we do. Um, why we call it, how we call it, and how fast we call it is going to be our advantage. Um, so it lets us be simpler in terms of what the kids have to know. Our offensive playbook is really small, but we're going to run a lot of plays, or a lot of really simple plays sure. fast. So but, that's just our advantage. But you said it. a lot. You want to run a lot of plays when you have the ball on Friday night. Absolutely. And I I read something the other day. It's almost a part of your offense you're teaching. I'm running and finding the guy who's spotting the ball so that we're ready to go again so the defense doesn't have time to catch its breath. Am I right about that? Oh, yeah. And it's hard. That's some of the parts of going into a new school. We had had an awesome kid in Mount Vernon, our manager. And, I mean, he'd put stripes on, and our kids had to find the stripes and throw it in the middle. Uh, you know, we're, we're teaching everyone to be athletes. Right. So our receivers right. need to right. be able to throw a spiral and make it catchable. So, right. uh, yeah. I mean, absolutely, we practice it. Nice. So how do, how do you get the buy-in from, from not just the buy-in necessarily, but how do you get that philosophy to your players? What's the processing of getting that philosophy to get to the line quick and, and, and you know, let's get these out of plays in for a 14 that might not be used to that type of thing? You have to talk about it, yeah. and you have to have like real ways to practice it and to teach it. You can't just say, hey, snap the ball faster. That's a real simple way. Right. Like when no, a receiver facts. drops the ball, hey, facts. catch the ball. Facts. Thanks for coaching, right? That ain't doing nothing. Uh, so you have to have real ways to show them what it's going to look like, yeah. and we have our different ways to, to practice that. And then, you know, hopefully, you know, looking back to Baylor and looking, you know, led the nation in scoring total offense, all that stuff. Carried it over, carried it over, carried Thanks. it over, and just trying to create excitement of gotcha. this is where it needs to be to be successful. What type of coach are you on Friday nights? So are you the coach that's kind of laid back, or are you the coach that need to get back coach? What, what type of coach are you on the sidelines on Friday nights? No, I, I don't need a, a get back coach. need to get back coach, okay. I, I mean, I, I, I can get high. You're animated though <laughs> but, a little bit. But I, I ain't going to be uh, j- just too crazy. Try to stay calm. I, I think you. people kind of take after that. Uh, heck, I'm more of a get-back coach for the defensive guys than, <laughs> than anything. Yeah. <laughs> We're about to hit a break. Do we have more time with you, or do you have to leave us? Nah, I'm, I'm here. You're here. <laughs> One more break. <laughs> <laughs> One more it'll be. We'll talk a little bit more about the expectations and about what Brad Willard's uh, planning to do now that he has landed in Liberty Allo. He is the head football coach. He's the athletic director of the Leopards, and uh, we are looking forward to one more segment before we, uh, we kick him out of here. It's Leaving the Yard, Chuck Zach, Tyler Huff. We're coming at you live here on the Fan 107.9 as well as on ESPN 105.9. Quick break. We're coming right back.
2023 was a pretty good year, especially for listeners who won prizes from us, like that new pellet grill last spring or the Honda ATV in the fall. We gave away thousands of dollars in cash throughout the year and more gift cards, concert tickets, and Magic Springs passes than we can begin to count. And if you think we're slowing down, well, you're wrong. Out with the old, in with the new. After we clean up the New Year's confetti, we'll tell you how to win dough from us in 2024. Thanks for listening and Happy New Year. 107.9 The Fan. I'm Dr. Miller, a dentist and a volunteer for Dental Lifeline Network. DLN is a nonprofit that has helped me literally change the lives of people in my community through the Donated Dental Services Program. DLN asks dentists to volunteer to see just one of the many patients in need each year. If you're a dentist or know a dentist, please share this information. Like me, they can make a real difference in someone's life. DLN makes it easy. Go to willyouseeone.org to learn more. That's willyouseeone.org. My name is Ariel. When I arrived in the U.S. at 19, I struggled to find job opportunities without my high school diploma. My entire life changed when I took a chance and got my high school diploma at age 22. Everything I have, my education, my career, my marriage, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and my teachers. They were with me every step of the way, helping with my English and math, making sure I pushed through all the challenges. Ariel, your success proves that what I'm doing as a teacher has real meaning. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. Education was the key that unlocked all my opportunities. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. All families are different, and some have parents or children with little to no eyesight. But this doesn't stop them from sharing the work, play, love, and laughter of family life. Eyesight doesn't define a parent, a child, or a family. What counts is being together. Want to learn more? Visit us on the web at blind.org. The National Federation of the Blind. Live the life you want. 1079 The Fan, weather forecast for the four states. Clear tonight, low of 27. Winds gusting as high as 25 miles per hour, though. Sunny tomorrow, high of 58. Winds still gusting up to 25 miles per hour. Clear tomorrow night with a low of 33. Listen anytime on your computer or smart device through our website or with the Texarkana Media Center app from Google Play or App Store. Leading the Yard on 107.9 The Fan and ESPN 105.9 is presented by Liberty Ilo ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. All right, welcome back. About uh, 25 minutes until top of the hour, leaving the yard, Chuck Zach. Tyler Huff and Liberty Ilo's athletic director and head football coach Brad Willard, who is joining us for the first time. Uh, we were talking off the air about the uh, Liberty Ilo weight room. Can you be in the weight room enough on on your team? Absolutely not. You can't be in there, uh, and that's one of the things I, you know, talk to the kids about is you know the move down and our work ethic has to match where we think this place can go, um, and that starts in the weight room. We're going to be fast. We're going to be strong. Uh, explosive and all that stuff is built from uh, the weight room. You got you like guys being in multiple sports. Absolutely, 
I need them in multiple sports. Explain that. Uh, you, you can't. There's no substitute for competition. Uh, no substitute for it. Uh, and that that talk will happen a little bit more next week. You right. know, as I'm around the kids a little bit more. Uh, I shoot. I'm going to every basketball game. I, I'm too competitive to watch you know, Le on the chest and you know <laughs> not getting after it. So, heck, I want to see my football kids right. out there too. The uh, so I, I want them playing uh, basketball, baseball, and. If you're a skill kid, you're running track. If you're not a uh, big skill kid, you're in powerlifting. Yep. Plain and simple. I saw bulldozers over at the baseball yeah, field. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Are you, are you rolling? Are you, <laughs> yeah, and they're moving. Yeah, they're not just they're sitting there. They're actually moving. Yeah. You know, Liberty Allo's baseball team made its way to state last year. Um, final year being 4A. Um, and, and improvements coming on, on that one facility, which hasn't had some work in a, a heck of a long yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, have you gotten an inkling about just how uh, important that baseball program is? Yeah, because I've been able to talk to Coach Fowler for the last, you know, yeah. not even forty-eight hours, right. and you already see what kind of a what kind of a man he is, but what kind of a coach he is. Yeah. And when you know you have you talk with a different coach here, a campus principal there, yeah. and it all circles back to Coach Fowler, right. and and not just as a baseball coach, but. Heck, they said put him anywhere on in football too, and he's yeah. going to dominate yeah. that yeah. position. And so, when it starts with a guy like that leading the charge, good things are going to happen. Yeah. So it's no surprise. So, kind of talk about you know your plan as the athletic director. You know, what are some of your plans for other sports? Because you know you you're not just a head football coach; you're the athletic director. So you know there has to be a plan for for other sports. You know, how do you plan to get some of the girl? program more revitalized and back to winning their winning ways as well because that's not as emphasized no, as, right. as, as much as the boys side because the girls sides were just as successful as the boys side yeah, absolutely i mean girls track winning state yeah, here yeah. and that, girls I mean, that, that was one of the things yeah. coming here is like yeah. your girls track le yeah. le runs the state yeah. and it, getting back to that yeah um you know coach harris has done a really good job with the girls track and Thanks. you know trying to get more girls out there yeah. Yeah. and just like i told the coaches and i got to meet you know the girls today and talk to them for a little little bit without taking away uh, too much of Coach Mon's time, uh, you know, as they prepare for their game at PG tonight. Uh, so I didn't want to take away too much practice time. But but I'm I'm y'all's biggest supporter. I am. And, and I'm here to help support your coaches to where they don't have to worry about anything that they don't want to worry about. Yeah. They get to worry about y'all girls and, and preparing y'all at, at such an elite level that y'all can go and perform and have fun. No, but he, Tyler's right about the the girls' sports at LE have always been a big deal. They're ha- they're falling on some hard times. I think and, so, and too. it's a matter. Of, I think getting kids out. That's true. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's true. been always a, the biggest problem. It feels like in girls' sports, if you can get them, you've got them walking the halls. We know they're fast and can run. Yeah. it's getting them out for other sports that becomes such a challenge. Sometimes you're going to face that as well. I would assume in the boys' thing. How do you get more guys and girls saying? I want to do that. I want to be part of those programs. How does Coach and AD Brad Willard get that going? Uh, to me, it's being who I am. Yeah. It's and not saying everybody's going to like me. No, I'm realistic in that sense. Uh, but, we like but, you. Well, thank you. <laughs> you, you didn't have to say that. Uh, uh, kids want to be around. I think authenticity. Right. I, I think they. I think they really do. Uh, and, and so I'm going to be myself and that's goofy. That's, you know, I ain't, I just ain't a yeller and that ain't bad that a coach that is, but that's just who I am. Uh, kids want to come play for people they like. They do. And, and again, going back to the community, being hungry, wanting, wanting more, wanting more, wanting to win, uh, in everything. And 
I think that's what you get. I think when you have a a coach that, you know, the kids want to come play for. And, again, not to say that those coaches aren't on campus right now. Right, right, right. Um, But but in my position, I mean, and preaching that through the hallways, being visible, being in lunch duty like I've been doing in Tyler the last couple months, being around the kids, making them want to be around us. So I think that's the biggest push. Let's shift back to to stuff on the football field for a minute. It's easy to run a veer and shoot when Robert Griffin is your quarterback. (laughs) What are you looking for? What kind of guy are you looking for to be your quarterback? And not just the intangible of I need a leader, but I mean physically, what is it you're looking for for the guy that's going to have to run this offense for you? I mean, just simply put in terms of arm talent, and that can mean a bunch of different things, uh, the, the one thing that can never be fast enough is their release. So okay. having a quick release, uh, the quarterback controls everything. I mean, one signal can mean run, pass, deep ball, short, anything they want. Uh, and so, one, they do have to be intelligent. And, uh, yeah, I mean, no, nah, they don't have to be the smartest kid on the field. Right. Uh, really more of a gamer. I mean, we, we need someone that – and you said leader, and kind of an offshoot of that is is someone that those lights come on, and here I come. Mm-hmm. I, I'm that guy. Uh, so that that's what I'm looking for, which are characteristics of a leader. Um, but, but there's just kind of a difference. You you know when that guy like I want us to snap it to that kid, right? And that that's that's <laughs> what we're looking for. In in that Baylor offense, the the passing got the attention, but friend of ours, Terrence Ganaway, got a lot of yards. Yeah. You, you guys recognized in the offense that you used that you're setting up the run by passing the heck out of the football early on. You want safeties getting out of the box. You want them thinking this is going to go downfield. Mm-hmm. You want them out of, you know, we're stacking up and stopping your run game. And then you want to gauge, you know, just, just gash them running the football. Is that accurate? Well, we'll go back to your math, you know, question okay. earlier, if I'm a good math <laughs> All right. guy. And uh, a lot of times you can just look up there and count, and we ain't counting much more than one hand. So right. uh, yeah, yeah. We, we do try to just simplify it. But, yes, absolutely, we're going to run the ball. Uh, and, again, I referenced Mount Vernon a couple of times, but when we were at our best, uh, you know, we had a quarterback that was doing that and operating the offense, and uh quarterback ended up being three uh, player of the year or something like that. Yeah. But – our running back ran for 2,440 touchdowns. There's nothing wrong with it's that. It's hard to overshadow that, and somehow uh, those kids did. But we're going to run the ball, and we're going to be physical doing it. Offensive line's always been a problem here. I mean, we, no. we, Size. You're right, yeah. Do, yeah. If you don't have five 300-pounders <laughs> yeah. and you have five 230-pounders, does that make your offense still work? A- absolutely, because – Yes, if I am bigger and have the aggression, then that is a better yeah, sure, makeup yeah. of a kid. If you have aggression, and when you get in the trenches, I can't coach in the trenches. I tried to do it last spring, and I couldn't do it. Uh, you know, I lost too much weight. So, uh, but it's different. It's a different game down there, and you can't take if if you got a kid. I don't care what his size is. Yeah. If he's going to get after you, play after play with tempo and fire off the ball, low hat. That's what you can win with. What do you look for in a defensive coordinator or in a, a scheme defensively with you being, you know, a, a guy that's so offensive minded, you know, how, what do you look for when it comes to the defensive side of the ball? 
So I just in speaking offensively again because yep. I don't even want to talk about D. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I like we, to we need some points really. anyway, coach. We need the points. Trust me. <laughs> I, I like to think of being multiple uh, where we attack people on offense. You know, yeah. we're, we're gonna run the ball. We're gonna throw the ball. But yeah. uh, but I think of that defensively as well. Uh, you, you've got to see what they're trying to do, why they're trying to do it, who are they trying to get the ball to, yeah. and eliminate explosives. And and the defensive coordinator I'm looking for is. One that one is an expert teacher. He gotcha. can one teach the coaches to where we're not having issues and arguments or anything like that on the field of what what we're doing and why we're doing it. Um, so being an expert teacher, and I don't care if it's three down, four down, we're going to be physical. Yeah. And going back to different things I heard, the identity of Ellie hasn't changed. Oh no, because the defense is going to come up and smack you. Yeah. And and that ain't changing. Yeah. Ellie's going to be the most physical team anybody plays in a year. If Uh-oh. your offense is as effective as you want it to be if it scores as quickly as you want it to be you really have to try to find a defense that's going to fit that don't you right because you potentially are going to have defensive guys on the field an awful lot if you're successful scoring quickly yeah correct that can happen right <laughs> and hopefully the, the 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 younger coach and me i just wanted a defensive coordinator that was going to zero it up blitz exotic right. pressures <laughs> Heck, we're going to give up a score. You're going to get a turnover. Either way, you got the ball back. Sure, and some way. The head yeah. coach is happy. So I've, I've matured maybe a little bit since that point. Uh, but, again, I've played with different, you know, the same defense coordinator, Mount Vernon. But uh, the defense coordinator we had this past year, and Tyler, uh, was really good, really yep. creative, uh, great communicator, great teacher. And and that's that's what I'm looking for. All right, we're about to let you out of here. I got like 15 seconds. So so the one question that's going to matter now for me before I let you go, I need a score. Packers Cowboys this week. Packers Cowboys. God, I could say a trick question. I could say something way. that could get me hated. Well, that's a trick question. Come on, just let you come on. I can speak. Freely. Yes, yes. Okay. If you're wrong, we won't have you on look, again. Look right in front of me. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, then, by looking at this side, <laughs> yeah. I'm going uh, Packers in uh, in Arlington, uh, 27-24. Wow. 27-24. <laughs> well, he's my new Ooh. best friend. The rest of you hate him, but that's all right. That's that's okay. Coach Willard, it's great visiting with you. Nice We're going to let y'all. you get the heck out of here and get back home. Anytime, go to Pleasant Grove. Any, oh, yeah, that's right. A basketball game. Anytime you're around, you feel free to pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm, I'm not doing anything tonight. What are you guys doing? Have me on for a half hour. We'll do. We'll talk Liberty Isla. We'll do. Thank We're going to take a break. We'll come right back. Tyler Huff, Chuck Zach, leaving the yard here on the fan, 107.9. Back in just a couple. The Bush Guide, cold and smooth survival skills. For a successful stint in the great outdoors, pack accordingly. Place heavy essentials near your spine for stability in rough terrain with light items near the bottom. Now, you may be wondering, where does the bush light go? In your stomach. Bush. Head for the mountains. Enjoy responsibly. Copyright 2023, Anheuser-Busch, Bush Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. The 2024 college baseball season is once again kicking off at Globe Life Field this February with six of the best teams in the country slated to play in the Shriners Children's College Showdown presented by Kubota. Come catch the Baylor Bears, Texas Tech Red Raiders, Oklahoma Sooners, Oregon Ducks, Tennessee Volunteers, and Nebraska Cornhuskers kick off the college baseball season at the home of the Texas Rangers from February 16th to the 18th. 
To purchase tickets and learn more, visit ShrinerShowdown.com. My son Ryan went with a friend and they visited Mexico. They purchased medication and it turned out to be complete fentanyl and it killed him. This drug does not discriminate. One pill can end your life and change your family's life forever. One pill kills. To learn more, visit OnePillKillsTX.com. Sponsored by HHSC. Since 1966, Robbins Toyota has served the Texarkana area with integrity, honesty, and loyalty. These characteristics define the Robbins Toyota experience. Quality started by Eddie Robbins 57 years ago that continue to this very day with daughter Susan Robbins. Before your next new or pre-owned auto pickup or SUV purchase, check out the complete inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles at RobbinsToyota.com or visit the dealership at 6233 Mall Drive, Nash. For 100 years, Arkansas State Parks have offered endless outdoor adventures and treasured places to connect with nature, family, and friends. Whatever kind of outdoor fun you're into, you can find it at 52 parks around the state. Enjoy world-class mountain biking trails, scenic hikes, year-round fishing on sparkling lakes, and much more. It's time to get outside and celebrate a century. Find your next adventure today at ArkansasStateParks.com. Brought to you by this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. When you struggle with Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis, you get used to not feeling 100%. I thought that was how it had to be. Until I discovered the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. They told me about new medications that weren't around back when I was diagnosed. They helped me find a specialist who gave me a new treatment plan. I'm feeling better than I ever thought I could. Don't settle for not feeling your best. Take action today to take care of yourself. Spill your guts. Learn more at spillyourguts.org. What's going on in the Twin Cities? It's the Fans Community Calendar. East Texas Food Bank has free produce available, no eligibility requirements, paperwork, or ID required every fourth Saturday while supplies last from 10 till noon at the House of Refuge, 1707 West 6th Street, Texarkana, Texas, in partnership with 50K Souls. You're listening to Leaving the Yard on 107.9 The Fan and ESPN 105.9. Brought to you by Liberty Ilo ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. We are back. Ten minutes till top of the hour. Leaving the Yard. Chuck Zach. And Tyler Huff here on the uh, Tuesday version of our show. Don't forget tomorrow, Razorback Billy's back in here. We'll, uh, I'm sure, talk about Alabama. Excuse me, not Alabama, but uh, Auburn and Arkansas's <laughs> yeah. Saturday. Debacle. Whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, Thursday. Uh, Dwight McCowan's back in here. Xavier Benson supposed yes. to be joining us on Thursday as Ooh, well. Yeah. And you're not here next week. Not. 
The other gigs got you on the road. So uh, uh, Kevin Carpenter is going to move into the Tuesday spot next week since we're off for MLK Day. And we're going to try again with Ty Taylor. Cool. So for those of you who are Ty Taylor people, (laughs) and uh, we missed on that yesterday, he's hiring a DC in the middle of trying to. That's never bad. You you take care of business. We're not business. Never bad. But he'll be on with us next Tuesday. So we've got a full week coming up. I wish. I, I guess they shouldn't hire DC because they did pretty good this year, but Washington needed a DC in the fourth quarter uh, last night. <laughs> they needed you, something. You know the the DC from Michigan. If, yeah, our our guy Jesse Coach, Minner, Coach Minner. Yeah, did a pretty nice job. Yeah, and that defensive line. Nasty, as, huh? as good as supposedly yeah. Washington's offensive line was, mm. like they were the yeah, they were the Joe, Joe Moore, Joe Moore Award, huh? Yeah, Moore Award. They, they right? supposedly yeah. were the best offensive line in the country this year, yeah. and they looked like they were lost. Mm. Michigan dominated them at they that did. line of scrimmage, really and as a result, Michael Penix looked like, like not the Michael Penix we've seen all year. You know, I. Uh, I'm listening to to Mel Kuyper yesterday mm-hmm. morning, who said he thought Penix was a third round draft choice, mm-hmm. but that the Texas game may have elevated him into the first round. Wow! I think the Michigan game kind of backed down the reality. Huh? Yeah, got a reality <laughs> check. Reality, if I'm a GM of an NFL but franchise, I've seen Dylan Gabriel pick apart the Texas secondary this year, being an OU fan, and I know that was Texas's only loss, but that says a lot, though. You know, so I mean, was Texas secondary really, you know, prepared for a quarterback like Michael Penix in the passing game? Probably not. I don't think so. And, Young guys too back there. And, and and the thing that makes me nervous, if I'm, you know, this is an Al Davis thing. You hit the quarterback, he's uncomfortable, and he doesn't want to be in there anymore. And yeah. you could see it from Michael Penix. He yeah. was tough, and he gutted out what looked like a horrific, yeah, pain in yeah, his abdomen, yeah. Yeah, chest, ribs, whatever. He was hurting. He was hurting. But he sure was not Mm-mm. hanging in Mm-mm. any longer than he had to, especially Mm-mm. at the end. And it was a three-score game, and right. it was over. Yeah. And I almost think Washington should have gotten him out of the game. Probably so. But I also know if I'm an NFL guy, I'm watching this going, he's tough. He's tough. He's a tough kid. But, boy, he didn't want to stand in there against Michigan at the end, and I don't know that I blame him. He has him. the arm talent. But I don't know if he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. I don't know that he either. does have the arm talent. Though. A week I ago, that. I would have disagreed. Yeah, maybe but, so. Yeah, but maybe today so. I'm going. Yeah. But I do think personally, looking overall at the layout of the college football season that we just had, he should have won the Heisman. Yes, Jalen, whatever his name Daniels. is, Daniels. Yeah. He should not have won the Heisman. <laughs> he's a good quarterback. Not taking nothing away from what he did, you know. I mean, but I don't think LSU was a good enough team for them for him to win the Heisman. Washington had a better argument to make Penix the winner. It didn't feel like Daniel's season was any better than Penix. I think Penix. it was just a thing of pick somebody. Maybe. I think it was just pick somebody Maybe. at this point. <laughs> you know, what I saw last night, I was, I was going back and forth with Tony Kirk last night, and yeah. I said, I think Michael Penix all of a sudden looked around and rec- recognized – Hell, I used to play at Indiana yeah. against these guys, and yeah. I remember them, yeah. and I don't like yeah. that. I don't like it. I don't. <laughs> and think about it. They're going to be playing next year. Yeah. And so, you know, I know it's a different quarterback. Will Rogers, I think, coming yeah, in with, so. with Washington. Mm-hmm. But Michigan, they're, they're loaded. But does Harborough stay? Well, and I think it's a two-part question. If Harbaugh doesn't stay, does J.J. McCarthy stay? And that's facts, too. I think if I'm Jim Harbaugh, I've done everything I can do I've won a national championship. Yeah. I've beaten Ohio State three mm-hmm. times. Three times in a row. Yep. 
Is it time to move on to something else? And <laughs> and the conference is about to get more challenging. It We're is, adding four is. new teams four in. Teams, yeah. And the NCAA has got a lot of restrictions. And he spent time on the yeah, sidelines. Investigations going on, recruiting in, uh, violations, the ordeal with the signals. Maybe you just don't want to mess with that anymore. Maybe not. You know, Draymond Green talked the other day about a- Adam Silver. Yeah. Like I met with the commissioner, and after all that's going on, I think I'm just done, and I don't want this hassle anymore. Yeah. Where Silver's trying to talk him out, I'm going, no, no, I don't. Yeah, no, I want to no, help yeah, you. Right, I don't want right, to hurt right, you. Right. But I'm wondering if Harbaugh isn't having the same conversation mm-hmm. internally. Do I really want to do this with? this anymore but with all going on does this put a i guess does this make that title kind of tank i don't think so <laughs> see i know I, I heard just people, asking yeah, I, I don't think yeah, so either. I heard I'm people just talking about that today like yeah that that title's you know should have an asterisk right, by yeah, it yeah, and yeah. they cheat i didn't feel that way no i didn't either i don't think there was enough dominance on there and don't get me wrong they're a good team obviously yeah. blew some teams out along the way but i don't think it was anything significant along the way that you know that not that has been revealed that you know made them the national champion or helped them get to that point and that may be maybe there's more coming maybe there is yeah and there's been nothing said Jim to this Harbaugh point walks away from right, that going. right now if something comes out that said hey there was a key play in a game to where you know they end up winning off of yeah. that that's different but yeah. I, I don't think so so if you're Harbaugh and you're leaving where do you want to go he has to go to the NFL clearly no no, no. But, I mean which where uh, which franchise I mean there, that's a good question the Chargers, the Chargers have, you have Atlanta. Atlanta has no quarterback. No quarterback. You got to go somewhere with those quarterback. Washington has no quarterback. You, you would go think at the moment. Quarterback. Think about it. When he was in San Fran, they had a quarterback, Alex Smith. Then when Alex Smith lost the job, or he took the job from Alex and gave the job to Jimmy G. Right. So not Jimmy G, but uh, Kaepernick. Right. Kaepernick. Collins. So right. yeah, you know what I mean. So anyways, I think he needs a quarterback. I don't think he's a guy that can. Take a rookie quarterback and change him into a a, a dominant winner in the quarter it, at the quarterback position. It feels like the the Chargers are the closest to being successful. I think now. so too. I think so too. They had some bad coaching decisions that cost them games and has continually. It felt like since since Braden Stanley had been there. Mm-hmm. However, you get to pick your quarterback you if you at go the to other Atlanta. two jobs. You're going to have the eighth pick in the draft, and Washington's even earlier than that. Yeah, that's true. You'll get to pick one of the quarterbacks. And if you don't necessarily get Caleb Williams, you're going to get one of the others that you think if it's the make kid out of North Carolina. You're going to get one. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I mean, I guess it's your preference. You got Bijan already in Atlanta. uh, That's my other thing. You got Bijan. You got some young talent at receiver in Atlanta. You're in a pretty easy. Division, division for sure New Orleans you know all those teams I mean I think Atlanta would be a good fit but does he fit the culture of Atlanta oh I don't know (laughs) I'll argue this John's just an hour away in Baltimore you could be in DC if you go to to Washington that's true you know and I think Washington has a decent enough team to where he can come in and they're a few pieces away from being competitive didn't they almost beat the Eagles? Yes. So, I mean. <laughs> the Eagles look like they're floundering. Giants, eh. Yeah. Cowboys you got to deal with. But yeah, I mean, but you can beat the Cowboys. Two out of three. Yeah, you can beat them one time. All right. 
Hey, I got to do a remind folks before we get out of here today. Texas High hosting Longview and boys basketball tonight. That's going to be on the air here. Paul Wilson's going to be in uh, Tiger Gym over at uh, around 7.30 tip-off. So if you're looking for basketball on your radio, we've got it right here on 107.9 The Fan. So uh, there's that to, to throw out there. And as we heard from Coach, cross town. L-E-P-G. L-E-P-G. Yep. Girls game. I don't think the boys playing things. It's just girls. That's all right. That's cool too. That's still we got game. <laughs> good game. All right. <laughs> we appreciate uh, Brad Willard yes, coming sir. in. It's good to see you, you too, man. Hey, I'm, I won't be here next week. I'm man. not gonna see you next week. I know. So I know. Go leopards. Go, go leopards. eagles. Yep. And uh, we'll get back together in two weeks. We'll do this again. That's Maybe cool. we'll get Davy on in two weeks. Let's what do, you do think? it. Let's do it. We can talk him into uh, showing up and <laughs> telling us his it. story about that Letterman jacket or something. Yeah. <laughs> We're done for today. You guys take it easy. We'll see you again tomorrow right here on Leaving the Yard on the Fan 107.9 and 105.9 ESPN.